Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to the Punters, mate, on SEN. Good afternoon. Welcome to the Punters, mate, on this Friday, the 6th of October, 2023. And once again, Sammy Highland is on tour. This time uh, he's in Melbourne. He's back. For a guy that tells me how good it is in Queensland, he spends a lot of time in Melbourne. Sammy, where are you this week? <laughs> Chris, I, uh, I am in... Uh, I am in uh, well, I've been in Port Ferry. I went to uh, the Melbourne Cup tour last night which was a fantastic night. Uh, Wally Sheen, Damien Gleeson, the Port Ferry Cricket Club, they put on an absolute ripper of a night uh, there on the wharf. And uh, Nick Williams came down. Big big shout-out to Nick. Uh, it was great to have him there and uh, telling some great stories. And, yeah, it was just really good fun. It was uh, 180 people, uh, raised a lot of money and, and uh, for a few different charities and... It was just super. It was so well done. Uh, good friends with Peter Lafferty. I often stay at Laps uh, when I come to Warrnambool. And uh, we took... Uh, I, I had uh, Sandy McGregor's Melbourne Cup, the Prince of Penzance Melbourne Cup, and we uh, actually took it around to a few places in Warrnambool uh, before we went out to Port Ferry yesterday. And, you know, it was... We were just talking how it's... It's such a recognised trophy, isn't it? It doesn't matter where you go with the Melbourne Cup. People, people want to go to it and and have their photo taken with it and touch it and hold it. And it was, uh, yeah, it was quite amazing. And and until I think, you know, being in horse racing all your life, all my life, Chris, and you know, uh, obviously loving horse racing and loving the Spring Carnival and loving the Melbourne Cup, and but. It's not until I, I know just till this week and, and actually doing that and going to a few different places. We went to the National Bank in, in Warrnambool and the staff, just they just went nuts over it. And it was, you know, I was like, gee whiz, you know, like this. The Melbourne Cup really is, it's just a big thing, isn't it? For, for people that, that don't know anything about horse racing, but they see that trophy and... And they they just want to get close to it, and as I say, they want to touch it and hold it, and and it's it is such a fantastic thing. And um, yeah, I must say, it's they VRC they do a super job, and and that was uh, so enjoyable. I know you know 180 people there on the wharf last night, and uh, I I'm sure that uh, no one would have had a bad word to say about what what went on last night. It was such a big success, and and such great stories. It was uh, really funny and. Chris, I can tell you there was um, Des Gleeson, Frank Beatty, a couple of stewards there. And Ooh, uh, I, look, I might have got a little bit loose and was uh, telling a few tales. And uh, yeah, we, we had a good laugh after it. So it was, well, be it was after very you funny. today. We'll be ringing you up today. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, back in the day, back that. in the day. It, That's right. 
That's right. It's good you say that about the Melbourne Cup and everybody was uh, was really, you know, impressed and, and, and happy to see the Cup being taken around. I mean, it's you know, we, we've discussed it many times on the show, but there's nothing bigger than the Melbourne Cup and, and, and horse racing gets a bad rap at times as a lot of people want to talk it down. But there's still a lot of people out there that love to have a bet and love their racing. Um, and that's great to see. I mean... We've also spoken about the fact that they don't have it at schools anymore. And, I mean, it's, it's, it's sad the way it's gone, and it doesn't need to be because there's a lot of people out there that love it. Yeah, that's, there's no doubt about that. There's no doubt about that. And I've experienced it firsthand uh, the last couple of days. And uh, just just seeing, seeing people's faces and, and, you know, when when we walked into that, out the back of the bank there into the office and there's like, you know, 15 to 16 people out the back of the bank and everyone's eyes just lit up and and bang, they come to it and, and you just... I, I got in the car and I was like, where are we, you know? Like, that is that is so good because, um, yeah, you see you see the, the joy and thrill on, on people's faces and, and you know yeah. what? You can be assured, Chris, that they'll be tuned in. They yes. will be tuned in to the races uh, in the coming weeks and obviously in the first Tuesday in November. Yeah, yeah, and people can talk it down all their life, but I can tell you every surf club up here in Queensland, every race course up here in Queensland will be packed to the rafters on Melbourne Cup Day. They have more meetings anywhere in Queensland, I think, on that day than any other day, and be similar New South Wales. So, yeah, it's still very strong, and, and so it should be. Just one other thing on the Melbourne Cup, Sammy. Always see these photos about the Melbourne Cup Tour and see these uh, people with the cup. But one thing always stands out to me, no one ever picks up the Melbourne Cup without wearing those white gloves. The white glove. Well, that was that was the beauty of, of me having the Prince of Penzance uh, Melbourne Cup. And obviously we had uh, Dad's Melbourne Cup, his Caulfield Cup and the oh, Golden right. Slipper. Um, and so uh, people could, yeah, just wrap their hands around uh, all of those without putting a glove on. But uh, I can tell you the 2023 one was... Uh, was obviously there in Port Ferry last night and uh, the white glove was out in full force. And, uh, yeah, there was white gloves flying around everywhere. I bet there was. Now, we better get on to some, uh, some news now, uh, some racing Queensland news. And we're not just talking thoroughbreds here. We're talking greyhounds and we're talking harness. But tonight, uh, the heats continue for the richest greyhound event in the world, the Ladbrokes Million Dollar Chase. Now, there's eight races at Wentworth Park in Sydney tonight. Uh, they will decide who contends the $1 million final a week later. And we have Selena Zamet trained Jay is Jay and Greg Stellar's magistrate and Chris Bryden's Volante are set to fly the flag for the Sunshine State. So we wish them all the best of luck tonight. Saturday, of course, we've got the first 10 race meeting uh, for the daylight saving period at Eagle Farm. Uh, the listed Queensland Cup 2,400 metres is the highlight. $160,000 in prize money there. And in the harness racing scene... Uh, the champ, Leap to Fame, uh, comes back to the track on Saturday night after his uh, last start, second-placed effort in the $2.1 million Tab Eureka. And Capalabar on Sunday afternoon will host their annual Cup Day. Ten races on the straight track. Always a good day out, but I still haven't been to Capalabar, if Mark Braybrook's listening. <laughs> <laughs> and they would chase for over $100,000. So plenty to get your teeth stuck into if you're into the, uh, the horses, the harness racing or the Greyhounds this weekend in Queensland. Now, just uh, on Queensland horses last week, Rothfire uh, jarred up on the track Friday night. He's gone for a break. We'll probably see him back in the King of the Mountain, which will make that a big day at uh, Toowoomba on New Year's Day. Zoo style ran his usual race. Uh, you're not going to get probably much more out of him anymore. 
Uh, Uncommon James ran well. Antino was good on Sunday. Imperatriz isn't a Queenslander, but I wish she was. She was dominant. Uh, just your thoughts on those uh, local horses, Sammy? Yeah, I mean, Zoo Styles had his issues, hasn't he? And I, yeah. I, I, I think um, uh, it's... Yeah, the, the D, you know, it's we've seen the best of him and uh, he's, he's going to need everything uh, to go his way and soft in the run to, to get away with one, that's for sure. Uncommon James was good. Antino, fantastic, you know. Uh, Workman no luck, surprise. I, I really feel... I really feel for Jim Orman. I, I know we spoke yeah. about it last week and we had Jimmy on and um, and he spoke so well about it. But, um, yeah, gee, he was just stiff. He was really stiff. And, uh, yeah, he's um, he, he's a good horse, though, isn't he? And uh, he's got a big future ahead of him, Antino. There's no doubt about that. Well, I haven't looked at the weights, but Antino's going around in the two-rack most likely next Saturday. And Blake Shin, I think, is suspended. So I don't know if there's a stay or what's going on there. I haven't delved into it, but who knows? Maybe Jimmy will get back on. You never know. Yeah, I'd love, I'd love to see it, and uh, I, I just, uh, I, I think, um, yeah, gee, I think he was unlucky. It, uh, you know, it was just, it was, it, 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 it was, it was the horse, it, the horse, uh, you know, it was, it was so much of the horse as opposed to, to, to Jimmy, and, um, and that's why I just think he. Um, yeah, I think he deserves another chance. Now, Robbie Dolan kicked off his uh, new career or new riding career in Queensland on Wednesday at Ipswich. Uh, we're going to have a chat to Robbie Dolan very shortly. Of course, he's not only a very good jockey, Sammy, but he's got one hell of a voice. Well, he's a beauty. He's uh, he's very good jockey and uh, just, uh, just... Well, he's got a great way about him, uh, Robbie Dolan. He's, uh, you know, and... and I think uh, well, it's it's a quite an amazing story because he was um, yeah he he was only limited as far as experience and winners wise over in Ireland and and then he came over here and uh, he's just gone uh, ahead in Game leaps busted. and bounds and 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 I think uh, the move to Queensland will be a positive one for him and uh, we we say it all the time you know it's uh, it's. Just a, it's a good lifestyle. It's a good place to be, Queensland, and and the racing's strong. So there's no doubt that uh, he he'll get rolling. He'll get rolling up here, and uh, yeah, he'll he'll be banging winners out for sure. I'm guessing it's a little bit warmer this afternoon than it is in Port Ferry. <laughs> well, point, it's raining. It's oh, yeah. it's raining, and uh, the wind chill factor. Ooh, savage. So oh. I tell you what. Uh, I my mother said, "Why do you wear shorts every day?" And I said, "Mum." <laughs> This, this is all I wear, shorts and thongs. Well, I, I'm I wear take shorts you up on and that. thongs. I saw a photo of you last night with your, with, with a few of you there, your brother and Nick Williams, etc. And you had long pants on. I did. Well, it's the only pair of pants I've got in the cupboard. Who, I was going to say, whose were they? <laughs> when, I, when I walked out, Mum goes, I'm pleased to see you've got pants on. I said, well, it's my function outfit. I've only got one function outfit, Mum. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> oh dear. Now, racing, of course, was at Eagle Farm last Saturday. Low-key meeting, I thought, Zarastro was a highlight, winning the last. Made it three straight and three for Tony Gollan, so very good effort there. And look, the Mashani's again, Sammy. Two two-year-old races <laughs> down this season and, and two Mashani winners. And they've both been big odds and neither have been ridden by Ben Thompson or Jimmy Norman. Thanks, Les Ross. <laughs> <laughs> Leslie Gordon Ross. He's, he got uh, us. He's too good, isn't he? <laughs> he 
is he's too good. This. We've got to get him back on the show and find out what's going on there because he's really pulled he's, one. He pulled the wool over our eyes. He's, uh, Des Gleeson told a fantastic story about, uh, about Dermot Weld last night and talking about drum taps and vintage crop, and uh, it was hilarious. So, um, yeah, I think Les has got a bit of Dermot Weld about him. He's just leading us <laughs> up the garden path. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, I don't know what's going on there, but we need to find out. Now, uh, we're going to have a chat, Sammy, about uh, the World Pool. Do you know all about the World Pool at Flemington tomorrow? I don't know a lot about it, but I, obviously, uh, yeah, the Hong Kong Jockey Club, of, um, uh, they're really strong with, it, with, with the World Pool and it's, um, you know, and it's getting traction right around the world, isn't it? And, and uh, well, uh, we see it bobbing up at these feature race meetings and uh, I, don't really, I don't really know enough about it, but... Um, I'm sure if the Hong Kong Jockey Club were involved, it's uh, it can only be a good thing. Well, is this when it says world pool? Is it the whole world? I mean, is it America? Is it England? I don't know. I need to find that out. But I know I was reading an article here. It says with the world pool, a Warrnambool punter, and that could be you because you're not far from there now. Are we betting into the same totaliser market as someone at a pub in Weeper? or a betting shop in Wan Chai, or at home on the couch in Wichita. Oh, that's America. So, yeah, it is all around the world. Wow. Yeah. Well, I suppose it's called the World Pool, so... For a reason. (laughs) It'll be around the world. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you're right. Uh, As mentioned, uh, today's guest will be Robbie Dolan. We'll be chatting to him shortly. But don't forget, the racing action continues every day right across the Sunshine State. Check out racingqueensland.com.au for where Queensland is racing today. And I can tell you that they raced today at Townsville. We're racing tonight at the Sunshine Coast, second of the night meetings of the season. Uh, Tomorrow we race at Eagle Farm. The feature is the listed Queensland Cup over a mile and a half. We also race at Aquas Park, Gold Coast on the poly track. Toowoomba in the twilight zone. We go to Rockhampton on Sunday. The uh, Sunday meeting not at the Sunshine Coast this week. It will be at Rockhampton. Some country cups. Eidsvold tomorrow. Gordon Vale tomorrow. And Tara tomorrow. So some uh, country racing there. If you're in any of those areas, uh, go out. Support the local community, the local club. It'll be a great day out. I love those country meetings, Sammy. Don't go to enough of them. Good fun and great atmosphere, and uh, it's very Queensland, isn't it? Uh, going yes. out to those those meetings that are um, uh, right around the place, and I've said it before, it's it's so good for those those towns uh, when they've got their local race meeting on, and it's uh, good community feel. And obviously, shout out to all those that are volunteers at those meetings yeah. and and do so much because it's uh, and that's you know that's what racing's all about. Um, you know, we, we need more of it, and Queensland do it so well. They certainly do. Forget about me. Wow. So come on, let it go. Just let it be. Why don't you be you? And I'll be me. And I'll be me. Tell you what, Sammy. I don't think there's too many jockeys around that uh, could sing like that. Do you? Uh, I'm pretty sure of that, Chris. O. I mean, uh, Robbie Dolan, he is outstanding. And how good. Like, he's uh, a fantastic jockey and then uh, a great singer. And, 
Yeah, I'm. I just wonder, does he does he sit in the jocks room and you know after he rides a couple of winners, just start belting out a few tunes, bit of extra extra entertainment in the jockeys room? I think we should ask him. Well, you can ask him right now because he joins us this <laughs> afternoon. Robbie, good afternoon. Thank you so much for joining us. No problem, guys. How are we? Very, very well. Sammy's got a question for you. Did you hear that? Go ahead. Is, is okay. Robbie? Do, 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 do you belt out? Do you belt out a few tunes as you go through the day? Just just to lighten the mood in the in the jockey's room. You know, uh, it can it can get a bit tense at times. And I, I think you um, belting out a few tunes and just just make everything a bit smoother throughout the day. No, that's a, that's a negative. I think um, <laughs> if you're good at something, you wouldn't do it for free. You know. Well, that's true. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, that's that's very good. Um, now, He's um, a real Irishman. Yes, that's for sure. <laughs> Before we talk racing, if you don't mind, I'd love to talk about, about the voice. Uh, the whole, I mean, I tell you what, your voice is outstanding. Did you have lessons as a, as a youngster or anything like that? No, no lessons at all. Just, um, really? you know, bits and bobs of singing along the way. Just a natural talent. Now, how, how nerve-wracking was it to do that, I mean, that that audition that I uh, had a good look at last night again and, and what they've just played there. You had the four judges obviously with their backs to you. How nerve-wracking was that? Um, to be honest, I wasn't too nervous at all compared to some of the other people. Um, you know, I just really enjoyed the occasion and, and obviously as a jockey you're performing at the highest level in front of lots of people so I was, I felt it was just pretty easy to be honest. <laughs> Yeah, you didn't seem as though you were too um, too nervous. You looked pretty relaxed during the whole thing. So, no, nah, full credit to you. You got a great voice. You did a terrific job. But what you're trying to do now, you've made the move to Brisbane, obviously, and, and you'd like to um, – I read an article where you said you want trainers to know that you're 100% racing because they might start to think or might have thought that uh, you're more interested in singing. Oh, yeah. Look, I, I think, you know – Racing is where my, my head is at at the moment and uh, really enjoying riding again and um, hopefully we can get a few winners up here. And you've made, you've made the move to Brisbane. Why is that? Um, I think I just wanted a change of scenery and um, obviously maybe a little bit more opportunities. And, uh, yeah, it's obviously got a young family, daughter, a year and a half old, and uh, I think it's definitely a good place. Um, for her to grow up. It's a common theme with what we see with uh, with so many jockeys and we've had, obviously, on this show over the time that, um, you know, lots of jockeys from down south, whether it be Sydney or Melbourne, uh, making the move to Queensland because it's, uh, you know, it's, it's as much as... Uh, uh, well, it's just a real lifestyle choice, isn't it? You know, it's it's uh, it's not as hectic, uh, definitely up up in Brisbane, and you know, not so much racing and and not so taxing yet. Uh, a lot more a lot more family time, I would think, uh, just with how the you know how the racing is structured in Queensland, which uh, would suit you so well. Yeah, well, like you said, it's. I, when I was in New South Wales, probably the last few months, I was sort of just kicking stones around and riding a few winners here and there. And um, okay, you might as well be kicking stones up in the sunshine, I reckon. Yeah, yeah, we'll vouch for that. We've both come from southern states as well, so we know exactly where you're coming from there. Now, 
Just looking back, oh, before I get to that, uh, trainers up here, have you had good support so far? I have. I've had a couple of rides at Ipswich the other day, and um, got five on Saturday and one today, yeah, so, um, yeah. And are you riding track work in the mornings? I, I rode a couple on Tuesday morning at Eagle Farm, and I'll go in there again Saturday morning as well, just to see the lay of the land, you know? Yeah, and um, and uh, which which uh, trainers are you riding for in the mornings? At the moment, I just ride for anyone that wants me. Um, I rode a couple for Chris Munson and, and um, Robert Heathcote the other day. So, um, yeah, to be honest, I'll just try and get into a routine and then go from there. And you're basing in Brisbane, not either of the coasts? You're in Brisbane? Yeah, in Brisbane at the moment. Okay. Yeah, I think I think Brisbane is um it, it's obviously there's good opportunities from those bigger stables and you know whether it be Golan, Heathcote, uh, Chris Munts, it's it's uh, you know they've got plenty of horses uh, about them and and you know um yeah uh, just from what I've noticed in recent times with with um those good stables there in in Brisbane they 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 use a, a big selection of jockeys so everybody sort of well there's a lot of opportunities there and you're not um you know you, you can sort of head down the coast or either way you can head the sunny coast or, or the gold coast for for gallops or whatever on certain mornings but i think basing yourself in brisbane is the key because most of the you know most of the best horses in brisbane that that's where they're going to come from at eagle farm aren't they yeah for sure i think most of the big trainers are at eagle farm and um Look, I can ride 52 kilos, no problem as well. So that's a big factor, and, and hopefully a lot of trainers can see that. I notice you've got a ride at the Sunshine Coast tonight too. So just uh, for someone who may not know Robbie, make sure you leave early because that traffic getting up there on a Friday night on the Bruce can be hectic. Hectic. I've been told that. I've been told to give yourself two hours. <laughs> Yeah, and if there's an accident, you need to give yourself about six. <laughs> and, and change, yeah. Like, it's, uh, it's uh, I tell you, when, if there's disaster, or, or not that we, uh, well, uh, not disaster so much, but if there's if there's a hiccup, should I say, yeah. on that Bruce Highway, when it goes back to those two lanes, oh, my gosh. Like, uh, Chris, you can just sit on it for hours. Unbelievable. Yeah. You can, and look, you don't even need an accident. You just need a car parked on the side of the road, and that can that can do it for you anyway. But, I mean, the uh, the holiday times are the worst. I mean, we've just got out-of-school holidays, so you'll be fine, but uh, Christmas is around the corner. So it can be pretty hectic heading up there, but um, that's the way it goes. Now, just quickly, Robbie, uh, your career in Ireland, I was having a look at uh, stats. Um, I, these stats may be incorrect, but you didn't have a lot of rides in Ireland? Yeah, I had about 100 rides. Yeah. And when did, what made um, you? I think I had about was, five winners. Okay, and what was the reason for coming out here? Just again a change of scenery. Yeah, just more opportunities and a change of scenery, and um, yeah, similar to what I'm doing now, coming up to Brisbane. I just wanted a little change, and uh, yeah. All right. Now, it's it's fair a, to sorry. it's fair it's fair to say, Robbie, that that back in Ireland, uh, it's you know it can it can be tough enough uh, starting out, and if you're not getting the opportunities from those good stables, you know, I mean, there's there's a lot of jockeys uh, both in England and Ireland that that are super talents, but they don't really get much of a kick. I mean, I think. Uh, one of the most uh, biggest success stories is is Johnny Allen. You know, like 
Uh, I know he was he was a jump jockey initially, but then to you know to be coming out here and then winning Group One races and and classics here, it's uh, to to see where he's come from when he was back in Ireland um, to then where he is now. It's that's what it's all about, isn't it? Getting the right opportunities. Yeah, well, if you don't get opportunities, you're not going to have confidence, and I think confidence goes a long way as a jockey. The more rides you get, the more confidence you get, and um, Johnny Allen's a prime example of that. <clears throat> now, Robbie, you rode at Ipswich on uh, Wednesday. How did you find Ipswich? It can be a bit of a tight turning track, a difficult one for, uh, for jockeys that haven't ridden uh, very frequently there before. Yeah, tricky, tricky little track. Um, similar to a couple of tracks in New South Wales, but um, just spits you off on the bend. And uh, yeah, again, I look forward to seeing some of the other tracks. Obviously, Sunshine Coast today and then Eagle Farm tomorrow. Yeah, they're nice, big, open, wide Wait, wait until you get to Kill Koi. Wait until you get to <laughs> Kill Koi, Robbie. <laughs> it doesn't matter about yeah. the form of Kill Koi. Just get on a leader. <laughs> that's it, yeah. I think that seems to be a case for a couple of tracks up here. Yes, Gatton, Kill Koi, and, and, and a few others. Now, do you have a manager um, looking after you? Yeah, Mitch Spears is my manager. Oh, okay. Mitch Spears, no worries at all. Okay, manager so to the stars. He is manager, manager to, to the, the stars. stars. Uh, <laughs> if anyone's looking to uh, book Robbie for a ride, get in touch with uh, with Mitch Spears, and I'm sure uh, he'll be able to book Robbie. Robbie, uh, thanks for joining us. I won't go through your runners tomorrow because you probably don't know a great deal about the horses as yet. Would that be correct? Um, I know a little. I know a little bit about them. All right. You've, put, you've dobbed yourself in. Here we go. Give us a quick summary on these if you can. Race four, number eight, you're riding Shadow Cruiser for Barry Baldwin. Yeah, I galloped this horse the other day um, at Eagle Farm on Tuesday, and it went okay. It's a big enough price, but it's 52.5 kilos, so it's never a bad thing. Uh, race race five. five, number nine, Manazi. Yeah, it looks to be my best ride on paper. Um Looks looks a pretty talented horse on his day. Looks uh, likes to sort of ball ball along a little bit maybe, and um, it's drawn really well, so it should, it should be a really good chance, I think. A couple of pluses there, Robbie. Uh, Stuart Kendrick trains, and he could train me to win at the moment. He's training so many winners, and Manazi <laughs> gets a on the map. Manazi gets a very soft lead on paper. I don't know if it'll eventuate, but that's the way it looks. Uh, race number eight, you're riding Harry Sound for Sarah Ryan. Yeah, she's doing big things in New South Wales, Sarah Ryan. Um, this horse has run up here a few times now and and been competitive. So um, not beaten far in a, in a couple of big races up here. So it, it can run a cheeky race over that distance. Uh, race number nine, you're riding Outburst for Mick Lakey, who's a good trainer. Yeah, obviously this horse has come back in good form, ran a, ran a nice race the other day and down to 52 kilo. Uh, barrier's a bit tricky, but um, you never know. And you're riding Magic Charlie in the last for Mark Curry, a good, strong winner at uh, Ipswich last time out. Likes to go forward, but you've got a, a wide gate to contend with here. Yeah, wide gate, obviously. Barrier's 16. Um, but nice winner the other day, and look, if, if, if it does run... Obviously, from the white gate, we'll just take a time and roll forward and try and get into a rhythm. Uh, and just one question before we let you go, Robbie. Sarah Ryan, you mentioned her training Parry Sound. 
Uh, I don't know a lot about her. She just sort of appeared on TV a couple of times training winners. What is her background? Do you know? Uh, I think she was um, <coughs> sort of first in charge for the Domeland. Um, and uh, then she, she took over the... Uh, I think it actually... I can't, I can't remember the name of the owners. I, I think it is the red colours. Anyway, she just took over the, the job of training and then she's done an amazing job training winners left, right and centre. Yeah, she has done an amazing job. Robbie, thanks so much for your time uh, this afternoon. Best of luck tonight. Make sure you get on the road soon for the sunny coast. And uh, best of luck, of course, at Eagle Farm tomorrow and going forward. And if Cohen's listening, who's uh, panelling the show, if he could go out with the song again, I think that'd be nice because this is uh, some really good singing here. Robbie, all the best. Thanks again for your time. Thank you. Forget about me. Wow. So come on. This is The Punters, Mate, on SEN. Welcome back to The Punters, Mate. Uh, you're with Chris Nelson and Sam Highland on this Friday afternoon, the 6th of October, 2023. Sammy, it's time for Sausage of the Week. Now, I've lost our little intro tune this week, but we'll have it back next week. No issue whatsoever. In your travels, have you come across any sausages in the last couple of weeks? Not the ones uh, you eat. This, this, I've... You know what, Savvy Lad's, he's he's getting me a bit. Savvy Lad, I don't know. And that that race, that that race had a couple in it that Galifianakis, he's a bit of a, oh. he stings you a bit too, Galifianakis. Like, uh, well, those, uh, those handicap, cup, those distance races are, they might as well be called sausage handicaps. <laughs> but they did say take in turns, don't they? But I you know, had. And then. And then you think, and you think, okay, today's Galifianakis' day. And then he goes out and runs fourth, and you just go, you, you've done it again. You've done it again. Well, I thought Mighty Willie was an absolute moral in that race. He was just perfectly placed, and there he was sitting behind the leader, <laughs> gun run. And then the gap opens up in the straight. He just gets a rails run through, which is a matter of how far. And then he just doesn't go on with it. And Namakwa wins, who hasn't won for about 300 years. And pays thirteen dollars, um, and that just sums it all up, doesn't it? Oh, he, he, he could tough. have been a sausage, mighty Willie. But my sausage is a horse trained by Chris Waller, uh, a gelding by the name of Tiri Tiri, who we have seen in town a little bit. Now, Tiri Tiri two starts back, ran second on the Poly Track uh, behind Tropic Sands at the Gold Coast. It was a very good run, finished off well. So in he goes to a. Class one, same sort of race last week. Noel Callow rides again. Very, very average field. Goes around at a dollar, dollar fifty into a dollar forty-five into a dollar forty, and never oh. really. Uh, he only got beaten a small margin, but he had every possible chance. So, I don't know how long Chris Waller's going to put up with this horse in his stable, but I, I, I think you might see it either in North Queensland. Or you might actually catch it on your NT Racing Talk show with Andrew O'Toole shortly. Because <laughs> that's where Tiri Tiri should be going. Anywhere but Queensland. Or southeast Queensland, at least. Um, so, yeah, Tiri Tiri Giant Sausage. And you're going with uh, Savvy Lad. And there could have been a Scarlet Tufty. That race is full of them, Sammy, last week. 
Ah, it is. It is. It's a. Um, it shouldn't shouldn't be betting in them. Shouldn't be betting in them. No, they should. Uh, I'm glad they ran it as the first race, though. That's a good idea. Get it out of the way. Get it out of the way. <laughs> now it's time uh, to chat to Gibbo, and uh, this could be interesting. I've got a bit of news on Gibbo. Let's see how we go. On the Gold Coast, in the sunshine, a holiday paradise. It's that time of the week when we chat to Gibbo and Sammy. I've got to say, I'm a little bit uh, concerned. I don't know where, where he's going, this guy, Gibbo, in life, but uh, I've seen some rather disturbing social media posts go up recently, but nothing as bad as the one earlier today. Have you seen this? I have seen this. I have. You're getting old, Chris. You're you're getting no, I'm old. Not. I'm getting jealous. Hey, two flogs. <laughs> two flogs is he's out there and doing it. He is he's doing it, it Gibbo. I know. I, I tell you what. I, I, she's she's racy too. Racy, yes. Billy. Well, we'll ask she? him all about that. Anyway, it, it's just got this tweet. There's <laughs> drunk tattoos, blokes with four toes, blokes sucking toes, eating urinal cakes. I don't know how far we'll go with that one. Uh, what else? That's all to do with this Mad Monday trip to Cairns. Yeah. Gibbo, yeah. Please, ex- ple- yeah. please explain. Yeah, so the two flogs are invited to, uh, to head up on the Mad Monday trip. All the footy boys and bus parties and that all go to different places around Queensland. Cairns is the, the most famous for it. And, uh, yeah, I was invited to go along and, and pretty much party with the boys for, um, for two days. Holy dooly. Um, How old I don't are know these which boys? Crew oh, mate, all so yeah, just footy teams. So anywhere from anywhere from 18 to sort of 35, they were. Okay, yep. Um, and they were, there was a, there was a, I guess they had some older blokes on it as well. But uh, yeah, mate, the Mitter Mountain men, they were from Albury, Wodonga. Holy dooly, are they born different? <laughs> uh, two of them blokes, actually, I like them. Two, two blokes, they got each, they got each other's names tattooed on each other. <laughs> okay, were they sober? Probably not at any stage. Uh, no, no, no. So they were, they were Jonah and Tyson. So the other guy got Jonah with a whale, and the other guy got Tyson with a half bitten ear. Okay. okay. Well, well. And you, you know, you there's just there's just so much so much to take out of uh, out of this tweet. Uh, but then, oh. but then hearing that hearing that Gibbo, I mean, um, wow, <laughs> it's unbelievable. And that these boys are having a having a bad off. Who could do the weirdest thing? And that's where the urinal cake come into it. Oh. One of them just picked it up and ate it, and looked at the other guy, and the other guy just conceded. He said, "You win." Well, you're pretty hard to top that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're not that. I, I've I've just had a little bit of vomit in my mouth just just thinking about it. I mean, God, <laughs> really? Like, a urinal yeah, cake? I, oh, it's the worst. It's got to be the worst. Oh, I did I did wake up with two new tattoos. That was um sort of forgotten until I woke up. But um I joined the list. There was two guys who said, well, "I want to be the first one to get a two flog tattoo." So they uh, they got it, and I said, "Well, if you need to get them, I better." Why do they call them cakes? <laughs> I could use another word, couldn't I? Because they're the shape of a cake. It's the shape really? of a yeah, cake. Yeah, and I'm sure sure that's not the part that confused him either. <laughs> that's right. So okay, what? So, so what is what does the cook say? What does the cook say when you come home with with a couple of new stickers? <laughs> 
surprisingly good, Sammy. Surprisingly good because I think she's twenty years worth of being an idiot, and uh, she's handled it. She's handled it particularly well. It's the first time I've come home myself though and said I need to grow up. Wow. <laughs> yes, usually it does come from the other side, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, and I usually argue, but this time I said it to myself. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> good. She's a good woman, give her. Don't let her go. I'll send, I'll, I'll send some photos when you pass them on to Sammy over the trip. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. I, How yeah, good. You can send that. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll select which ones I send on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So where, where, was, where was your tattoo? Where uh, was your tattoo? Down near, on, on me foot, down near, on me ankle. Okay. Well, that's, that's okay. <laughs> and uh, tell me... On to another subject. Have we been in? Obviously, you've got no time to uh, get in the boxing ring and do any training. It's surprising. It's surprising. We haven't got there yet. I just try to get back into some fitness, and then I'm prepared to get back in and get hit a few times. Well, you will. <laughs> um, has the venue been announced as yet? Uh, no, working on that now. It might be pushed back a little bit, but we. Um, yeah, it's definitely happening. It's definitely happening. I might have a bit more time to get in there and practice, but... Okay. All right. Now, racing. We're on the track again tomorrow. Just just an update on the Gold Coast, Gibbo. I know they were hoping to run a meeting or run some races on the grass. Well, they definitely want a meeting before Magic Millions, but how's it coming along? Oh, mate, really good. I'm, I'm, I'm amazed. Every week I've been going there for videos. I can't believe how much better it looks. Um, it, they was, I was there yesterday and they were doing the breeze ups on the, but that was obviously on the poly track, but mate, the grass looks, looks beautiful. All I've heard is that it's still on track, but I haven't actually sat down and done the, uh, had the big conversation of when, it, when the first race will be, but everything had gone to the plan. Okay, all right, we'll watch this space, but that sounds good. No uh, negativity around that, which is excellent. Now we race on the poly tomorrow. Are you tipping Sumer Rudy? No, I'm not. No, he's what? one of my favourites there. Uh, <laughs> it's a good little race, that. Um, it's a good little race. But I'm going to go, look, I think the best of the day, depending price-wise, price I think $2 plus, race six, number 10, Mafaro. Looks like he could just be winning. It looks sort of a two-horse race. And the other horse, um, Sir Lord's had a long break. Mafaro looked like it had won last start, lost in the photo. I think it'll just be winning race six, number 10. Um, and I think... Race three, number one, Fine Ruby. Just had been building to a win, and last start come from the back, rounded them up in a good stable, uh, Campton stable, and I think it's probably another one that can win race three, number one. All right, so race three, number one, Fine Ruby. Race six, number 10, Mafaro. Uh, anything anywhere else? Yeah, I think you can get a... I think there's a couple um, I'll mention in Flemington, I think. Race three... Um, oh, look, the one I'll say at value is number 12, Kasegi. Comes out of a couple of easier races. Um, this is only start number three, but gets out in trip, which will suit. And the races have just been walking races that it's been in. It looks like it wants a trip. I think there'll be a more speed on, big track. I just think it's one that could jump out of the box at $13. So I think Kasegi's a chance in race three. Okay. And in race four at Flemington, I think there's two here at Big Odds. Um, both want to get out in trip, which they're getting here. Number six, Coco Sun, about $31. Um, and number nine, surprising, about $19. Um, 
just both of them, surprising drove plus 200 and plus restart. Uh, gets Winker's first time. I think it can improve. And Coco's done. I, I just think it, it's another one that nothing... Sort of picked up really late last start in a good race. Had a nice jump out thin. So I just think it's sort of the wrong price. So I'm happy to back them both at big odds in race four. All right. So at uh, the Gold Coast on the poly, race three, number one, fine ruby. Race six, number 10, Mafaro. And at Flemington, race three, number 12. And race four, numbers six and nine, both at odds. And before I let you go, Gibbo, uh, in the sausage file this week, I put uh, Tiri Tiri in. Good move? Yeah. Yep. Correct. Yeah. Never again. <laughs> Never ever again. At a dollar forty. No. You... No. I, I, I I'm gonna need a bigger sausage file list. They're, they're starting to add up for me. Yeah, and most of them go around in distance races. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Gibbo, thanks for joining us. Have a great uh, weekend. Thanks for your time, appreciate it. Uh, have a weekend at home, will you? Do the right thing, please. Thank you, gentlemen. Go listen go listen to the first 20 minutes of two flogs and you'll find out all about this trip. <laughs> all right. Well, there you go. Oh, I don't know if I want to, but I will anyway. <laughs> thanks, Gibbo. Right, eh? Have a listen if you want to hear all about the Mitter Mountain Men. There you go. Sammy, the Mitter Mountain Men. Now, tips for the weekend. Who do you like? I like uh, Toowoomba, race two, number two, Turbo Art. Uh, I think it will be winning third up. Uh, it's a good race for it. Eagle Farm, race seven, number nine, Lolly Yates. And Flemington, race eight, number two, Gold Trip. This Ooh. will be winning. Wow. Okay, you're declaring it. Yep. All right. I'm going to go Eagle Farm, race one, number two, Hold on Honey. And race 10, number 8, Steely. So hopefully we can book in there. Race 1, number 2, race 10, number 8. Gold Coast, race 2, number 3, Zuma Rudy. I think can win. Uh, I thought that run last start was very good. He's a polytrack specialist. And tomorrow's race looks ideal. Now, we did mention we're racing at the Sunshine Coast tonight. Now, there is a race coming up very shortly. Queensland time is 5.55. Race one, number three, It's Me Mario, I think can win. So race one, number three, uh, to hopefully get your weekend off to a flying start. Race one, number three. Uh, I've got some tips from South Australia. Of course, if you head to Twitter and go to at South underscore tips, Murray Bridge tomorrow. It is Murray Bridge Cup Day. The rail's in the true position. Race three, number four, Foxy Femme each way. Race six, number four, Lonrodex each way. He is a fan of that horse. Tips it most times. Race eight, number one, Saskatoon each way. And race nine, number nine, Chicago Storm each way. So all each way. Three, number four, six, number four, eight, number one, and nine, number nine. Sammy, how long till you jump on the big bird and head back to Brisbane? Uh, I will be back on Sunday morning. First flight out of uh, Melbourne town Sunday morning. And uh, shout out to my good wife, Fit Knickers. It's her birthday uh, on Sunday. So, and what have you bought? Uh, uh, look, um, I did. I did buy uh, something at the at the uh, Melbourne Cup tour at the charity auction there i bought uh, like a set of vein colors which were is very impressive I, I can can i hand that can i produce that as a birthday present well, you, you can but i'm sure she might be that impressed <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think you um, know what the reaction is going to be yeah i i think uh yeah i think i might go around that one and uh well um, look chris i've got uh all saturday in melbourne so i've got time to do some shopping 
Um, the races are on. Yeah, yeah. So you know, if I get in, get into town uh, early in the morning, and we'll head out to Chad's then uh, early in the morning and have a bit of whip around there. So surely, surely I can find something. My uh, my mother was giving, she was uh, giving me a bit of advice. I just don't know. I just think my my mother seems to be always on the on the. She's on the the. Uh, the wife's side, she's always on the daughter-in-law's side. She's, she was just going a little bit hard with her, her choices. I said, yeah, I, I think, I'll, I think I'll, uh, I'll just look for something at a bit of value, you know? We'll see, we'll see how the weekend goes. Maybe I should wait and see if I win on the punt yeah. tomorrow, Chris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chances are she'll end up with those silks after all, if that's the case. Because <laughs> you've already paid for those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's the uh, that's the backup option. So now uh, a big weekend, uh, uh, big weekend of racing as we spoke about. Um, some real interest, obviously, at Flemington with Romantic Warrior, the Cox Plate favourite, going around. Uh, some some internationals. There's an international there, which the name escapes me at the moment. Uh, Romantic West Warrior. Blows. No, West Wind Blows. The Romantic oh. Warriors, Hong Kong one. West Wind Blows. Uh, any mail on it, Sammy? You're our. Well, you were supposed to be our uh, international correspondent. I <laughs> uh, don't know. Don't not not knowing too much about West Wind Blows, but I I tell you what, I have been impressed with is uh, Vauban. That all the talk yep. about Vauban and and um, he's travelled well. Uh, yeah, David Casey. Who, who's uh, with the Willie Mullins horses? He's uh, he he's a jet, and um, uh, yeah, he gee, he sounds up and about with that horse. And I think I know we're a long way out, Chris. I I think it'll be winning the Melbourne Cup. A oh, Vauban. Really? So okay, yep. you're on. What price is it? Is it favorite. Uh, it's favorite. short enough. It's pretty short. It's pretty short, but it'll it'll be winning. And would you take the two dollars Romantic Warrior in the Turnbull? No, I would not. No? No, I would not. Oh no! It's, so you're uh, declaring it for yeah. a box play. I'm, no, I'm. I'm. Uh, it's going to be interesting. That I. I don't you're know where. To, yeah, uh, but I think um, it, it'll be really interesting to see how he's travelled and and how, you know, if he is. I mean, they're all saying he can be dominant, so it'll be a great race. All right. Well, Sammy, safe travels back to Brisbane on Sunday. Enjoy your Saturday in Melbourne. Make sure you go shopping and do the right thing. Everyone, hope you've got plenty of winners. Please join us again same time next week. SEN Track on the Hunters, mate.